Ken, after a couple of weeks of college football, it seems that the public has eliminated Alabama and Clemson from contention. Mm -hmm. So who is still in that picture for now? Let's bring in Locked On Nittany Lions, Zach Seiko. Zach Seiko joining Locked On College Football Live today. Zach, it's a Penn State team, that, and I just said it, I'll back it up. They seem overlooked every year because the big hump is trying to get over the Big Ten, win a Big Ten championship, and that's what it usually takes to get into the college football playoff. What do you make of this Penn State team, A, being overlooked, and B, that being a bonus to try to make a playoff run? Yeah, people still view Penn State as this fringe top 10 team, okay, that they're going to go 10-2, and two, they're going to fall to the likes of Ohio State, they're definitely going to lose to Michigan, they'll, they'll finish 10-2, and two, they'll go to a bowl game, and who knows if they play an SEC team or a Pac-12, Pac-2, Big 12, whatever. Uh, if they play that one, then they're all oh, they're going to win. And then they're just going to they're going to look good in the spotlight. This is one of the most well-rounded Penn State teams that I've personally seen. OK, you have the five star quarterback. You have two future. You have a first round pick at quarterback. You have two future first round picks at running back. You have a franchise left tackle, a future top 10 pick in Olu Fashionu. The defense has a bunch of future first round picks, whether it's Kalen King, Chop Robinson. I, I mean, uh, Abdul Carter. Penn State is absolutely loaded, and they shouldn't be taken lightly. The The gap has closed definitely on Ohio State. Everybody knows about Michigan, so we'll see when that contest rolls around in Beaver Stadium just how close Penn State is to a very good Wolverines team. I'm not going to try to sit here and, and undermine them, but I know that the, the gap is closed on the Buckeyes, so Penn State, uh, if things go the way I think they do, they at least go 11-1. and The question is, can they go 12-0? and Hmm. Okay, and you know what? I'm going to tell you this, okay? I'm a cast tech guy. You got two of them on your roster, King Twins, you know, yeah. much love to y'all boys. With that being said, in terms, of, in terms of what has helped close that gap on Ohio State and even narrow the gap with Michigan, what has Penn State done to kind of even that playing field out in a bit and what typically people could look at and say, hey, Penn State's going to be great, but they can still pencil in the W. Why can't they this year? So Penn State has improved mainly because of that that capability on the ground. Okay, it's it starts with the offensive line. You know, I'm a big believer in you, you win battle up front in the trenches. Okay, the offensive line is the best that it's been. We've been saying for the past decade because we know for the reasons that they lost the scholarships and Penn State had to focus its resources towards getting skilled guys as opposed to getting the big guys up front. But now they, they've really settled in. They brought in an offensive line or uh, coordinator that is just – he recruits, he's very good at recruiting, and he's built that like they, there's tiers to it now. They don't just have starters, they got guys that can back up the backups. And then when you have running backs who, like I said, Nicholas Singleton projects to be like a top 10 pick, Katron Allen's definitely uh, in the first round. It's just a matter of where. Uh, those two guys to go along with it. That's why they played right away as true freshmen. So even before we get to Drew Aller, Penn State. Two seasons ago in 2021, they're playing Illinois. They went to nine overtimes because they couldn't close out a bad team. Okay, wow. Penn State was throwing bubble screens on first and 10 to try to pick up some yardage. That was their ground game because they had a Noah Kane who just didn't recover right away from the ACL surgery. And then Kevon Lee just isn't a top running back. Okay, he's, he's okay. He's decent but he's not the likes of Singleton and Allen here. So that's why Penn State is able to dictate the pace of the game, win time of possession, and they can go quick, quick, quick. And be, they, the offense is finally dynamic. It's balanced. 
and, and you have to pick your poison between Drew Aller and then Singleton and Allen in the ground game. Aller, Singleton, Allen, Lambert Smith. I mean, there are some big names in this Penn State team that I think more people across college football should know. Not saying household, but they should at least know. Do you think any of these guys have a shot at an outside shot at the Heisman trophy? Because I, I look at what they do and I think, all right, all these elite teams we're talking about seem to have one or two Heisman contenders. Who is Penn State's guy? You think, all right, this dude's got a real shot to go to New York if Penn State puts this together. Aller or Singleton, uh, just uh, say now the discussion for Penn State has been where the explosive runs been, where where are they coming from? When are they going to be here? The wide receivers have let them down in terms of downfield blocking because Nicholas Singleton is that big, big play player for out, out of the backfield. Catron Allen, I would say, is a, a Heisman hopeful, but because Singleton can break off the 80 yard touchdown at any point in time. Uh, he's got the speed to do it. I would say that he's the more talented of the two. It's no disrespect to Catron Allen, uh, but Singleton does have that big playability. And right now he leads the team in rushing touchdowns. For Drew Aller, you got to look at the stat line for Drew Aller. He's been extremely efficient. No turnovers, no interceptions. Granted, it's West Virginia, it's Delaware. Illinois will be the first true test. Then you got a much better defense in terms of Iowa just uh, right, right after that in the whiteout. So Drew Aller is really going to get a chance to back up the pedigree and say, okay, it's not just inflated because we're playing teams that are significantly lower than us. You know, I'm as good as advertised. My completion percentage is through the roof. I'm not turning the ball over. I look like a veteran quarterback. And then those passing through for 325 and three touchdowns against West Virginia in week one, I, because they had to. West Virginia sold out for the run and Drew Aller showed out. So those are the two guys, uh, if you're going to look for Heisman contenders on this Penn State team. Absolutely. And in terms of who's a guy that nobody's thinking about, you know what I mean? Who's a guy that that the nation may not know, the nation may not be thinking about in terms of right now in those, you know, first round draft pick conversations that you say, this guy could be an X factor. This guy, if you're watching a big game, you're watching that Michigan or Ohio State game, this guy could be the guy that make the play that wins us the game. Don't be afraid to say Kobe King. I wouldn't be mad at you. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad, you know. So just because there are some guys that just don't get the due respect that that are above him right now, because I like Kobe King a lot. OK, mm -hmm. I think he's someone that that I've I've raved about the three linebackers that they have at the on the field all at the same time. So I'll pivot to his linebacker counterpart. And that is Curtis Jacobs. Curtis Jacobs was left off award watch list. And then NFL scouts have quietly said, hey, this guy is a top five linebacker in next year's NFL draft. So it's like, what are you doing at the college football level when you leave a guy off of a ward watch list and the NFL scouts are saying, no, this guy's pretty good. We could take him probably early on day two, maybe on day one, depending on how the combines go and everything else. But he's had double digit tackles. Everyone likes to talk about Abdul Carter because he wears 11, flies all over, the, all over the football field. But Curtis Jacobs uh, it has quietly been the linebacker that's really held the glue of the, been the glue of the defense. To, to add on top of what they already do with the blitzes and the explosiveness, the veteran coming back, could have went to the NFL draft last year. Now he's going to be a top five linebacker prospect for 2024. So that's, that's an unsung hero. Um, as far as offense, uh, I'll go with the tight ends, Theo Johnson and Tyler Warren. They're co-starters. They've been running a lot of 12 personnel, having two tight ends on the field at the same time because you can't keep them off. The offense uh, is able to be built with the fact that they can do so much more. So they've been quiet in the passing game because Penn State's needed them to just be, a, you know, a helping hand when it comes to blocking. Right. And that's fine. But 
Theo Johnson has been talked about as a unicorn because he's six foot six, 260, and the way that he runs uh, is is very – you just have to see it when you watch the game. Very fast when he does go out there for a pass. And then Tyler Warren, described by CBS Sports as the best secret in college football, so I'll take their word for it. Yeah. Zach- well, us media guys know nothing. Drake is nine toes down about this to tell you we know nothing because he <laughs> lost a toe saying that Clemson wasn't going to lose to Duke. But so. I got it back. Yeah. But I got it back when Texas beat Alabama. <laughs> Ken. Uh, so Zach- I you now. Before we get you out of here, the, the thesis, the 15-second thesis, if somebody's going to know about this Penn State team and why they should go to the college football playoff, it's always been losses in the big games and maybe one slip in a small game. What makes this Penn State season different? Uh, they're motivated. They're well-coached. James Franklin between Mike Yersich, Manny Diaz. They finally had continuity, consistency. They were always rotating coordinators. That's the first part of it. The system is in place, and then they have the talent to back it up. You have not just three stars and lowly four stars. You now have four stars and those highly talented five-star players. So Drowler, Nicholas Singleton, Katron Allen, Abdul Carter. We've named it up and down the roster. Kalen King, Chop Robinson out of the transfer portal. I mean, the talent is there to go along with the system of probably the best coordinator setup that Penn State has had over James Franklin's tenure. Mike Yersich, Manny Diaz are both head coaches uh, mm-hmm. at coordinator spots. That's Zach's take of Locked On Nittany Lions. Zach, thanks for joining College Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.